0: They we're good,
1: Adam. You got it. All right, man. Welcome to the SZ podcast. Uh, it's a Sunday night episode. Um, so this is out of the box, but um, having Dawson Walls on tonight, man. Uh, if you don't know who Dawson is, he's a senior from Piedra Vista, baseball player. Uh, has actually moved to Texas and is playing his senior year in Texas. And I just wanted to get him on, I've known him for a long time, but um. Just to get him on the show, man, and talk about that move, and talk about how he ended up down there, and he's just, just his upbringing, and how much baseball's meant in his life, and uh, Dawson, thanks for joining us, dude.
2: Heck yeah, man! Anytime,
1: love talking to you, man. Miss all you guys in
2: Farmington. Uh, just happy to be talking to some people I know again.
1: Yeah, dude, that hair is looking nice.
2: Yeah, it's uh, it's growing a lot. We're actually, if uh, we make it to the state playoffs this year, we're uh, bleaching the hair and getting bullets, so going cool along.
1: That's cool, man. That's very cool. I yeah. tell you what, man, I've seen your mom's post, and it, seeing how happy you are and getting after it down there, man, it gives me uh, energy for sure, dude. It fires me up yes, when sir. I see it, because um, yes, I know how hard you are working, man, and just to see just to see you getting some, you know, that was a tough choice, but just to see you smiling and playing, man, it's uh, it, it flies me up every day. So I appreciate your, I mean, just chasing it, man, chasing your dreams, dude. It's a bit, it's a big test sometimes. Um, and you have to make tough choices, but, um, just seeing the smile on your face, man, I know it's the uh, right choice for sure. Yes,
2: yeah, sir. It was, uh, it was actually, uh, it was a long process thinking of what we wanted to do. We, uh, had a lot of time uh, praying to God and just a month straight, we were just praying and we didn't know what we wanted to do because we didn't know if season was going to go on in Farmington or if we needed to move to Texas and make the better decision. And we were definitely glad that um, we moved down to Argyle, Texas to further me getting ready for college and uh, just helping me get to where I want to go later in life and making the best decision for my life moving forward.
1: Yeah. And I think that's a big thing people need to understand too, man, is like you are choosing that. I want to go to college. I want to get my degree. I want to play baseball at the next level. And that's really changed for a lot of athletes over the last year or two, just with COVID, especially out in New Mexico, man. And it's not even just baseball. It's even been other sports. And I just feel for kids that have to go that route. um, Yeah. Just like, just to hear the whole point of it man the whole story of it just getting down there is just uh it's going to be awesome to hear man so how'd you end up at the place where you're at
2: so in Argyle Texas correct in Argyle yeah yes yes okay so uh my dad uh was is really good friends with the Rockmore family Colton Rockmore and the Rockers and uh they said that Argyle was a great place for school, for sports, for really anything. And we had some other options, but we ended up uh, going to Argyle because we knew a few people there, but not not very many people just were going kind of in blind. But we really liked Argyle. We liked the uh, setup that we had there. Um, really liked the scenery. Just kind of reminded me of Farmington a little bit. Small town feel. Really, really liked it a lot.
1: Absolutely. that's awesome man and just uh talk about this even just a little bit being a kid man what was it like going to a new school dude
2: oh it was uh first time I had ever moved from a small small town in Farmington it was uh it was a surreal experience but it was also kind of uh I was a little shy moving into it because I always had my group of friends and my group of people that I could always go and talk to and hang out whenever I needed to and moving down to somewhere where you know no one there it's a totally different experience and you got to just trust god and what he has planned out for you and know that everything is going to work out perfectly okay
1: that's awesome dude so let's uh, just even talk about how you even ended up the baseball route man let's go back to the beginning and just talk about you know I, i knew your older brother cody yeah and i remember doing lessons with him back when he was in high school and I know that your older brother, he uh, was a football player, you know. Yes. So just talk about just being a kid, man. And I just remember even coaching against you and when you the, the Rivercats group, I mean you guys are still playing together now. I mean, yes. what a great team and a great run you guys had all through juniors. I mean, just an outstanding run through juniors with that team, man. Did some big things. Um, But just talk about, man, what was the early influences in your life, man? Just how your mom and dad have affected you and just why you chose baseball and why that was, you know, when did you know that was the sport for you that God blessed you to play?
2: So, um, I think a really big influence was my brother, Cody. He, uh, he taught me the ways of catcher. He taught me the ways to play, how to play hard. And, um, One thing that really kind of sparked my, uh, like, going in the catcher and everything is whenever he tore his ACL in high school and everything, and he couldn't really move around like he was able to, so he couldn't really catch ever again, and that really just put in my mind that I'm going to do this for him since he wasn't able to, and that really was one of the big reasons I wanted to become a catcher, and baseball, I always went to his high school games, always went to his games whenever he was in middle school, and I'd always have a bat and a ball and baseball cap and I'm ready to go out the door. And I've always just, I don't know how I can really say how I went into baseball. It kind of just, I kind of just walked into it, if you know what I mean. It kind of just was natural how I went into it. I've always been surrounded by it. And my dad has always just pushed me to my hardest and made me go 110%. So I don't regret that I didn't go 110% whenever I get old.
1: Yeah, and just talk about that being like a Farmington kid, like growing up and just like how much sports mean in our community. Like just being able oh, to go and watch FHS games and as a young kid and going to Connie Mack games and seeing those kids in baseball games and seeing that stuff, I don't think people understand how much influence that actually has in a community.
2: And especially in a small community down in Farmington, where it's right. not a very big, uh, not a very big city or anything like that, really, sports take over all the activity, all the activities for kids, and just being able to go and watch. Whenever I was younger, I always went to the Connie Mack games, Peter Vista baseball games, football games—you name it, any sports activity—and you really, whenever you get older the outcome of what you are is what you put your time in and what you did whenever you were younger and what you surrounded yourself around. So I really think a lot of kids in Farmington and everything, if they surround themselves around sports and everything, it's going to happen. It's just kind of the natural feel of being in that small town. You kind of just, you come out to what you surround yourself out with.
1: Yeah, man. And baseball has been a big thing in our community and just, I've just seen it through the generations of just how one generation to the next, because these kids seen the kids before them doing a certain thing. And then when sports are taken away, man, those kids really have nothing, you know, it's kind of like you guys were in no man's land. Like just talk about that, man, because I, I, I went through this as a through different eyes than you, but just talk about this, man. I couldn't imagine being a kid in high school. Cause I was, a, I was an athlete, um, just having sports taken away the way it was like, how'd you handle that mentally? And how did you see your teammates or people at your school handle that? Because I mean, it was just a thing out of left field, man, that no one really could prepare for. So just talk about like how you handled it mentally, how your friends handled it and some of the issues you've seen from going through this from a high school perspective, because I don't have the high school perspective. I'd love just to hear it from a student's perspective who's in the trenches, man. And especially being like a senior, too. So with being in high
2: school and everything, you have to deal with all the homework and everything, but just – and just being a kid, you know. But whenever – everything that you love, including school, being around your friends – sports everything is taken away just in an instant it really shocks you and you for me I didn't know what I was going to do for a good week or two we didn't know what we were going to do to progress and try to fix the situation and make good out of it and for a lot of kids they go into a state of depression or they just are sad all the time because they aren't able to see their friends and then Whenever they start getting depressed, they really start slacking on their schoolwork. They start slacking on things that they love and they don't love them anymore. And it really, it kind of tears you down mentally and physically where you just don't want to do anything anymore. You just want to sit on the couch to be a couch potato and just really just veg out on the TV and not be active like a lot of the kids we have in the community are. And Even though we were in the lockdown and everything, we were still trying to get out and go to Phoenix, go to Atlanta, Georgia and stuff and places like that. So I wasn't getting down in the trenches and getting in that bad mindset. We wanted to keep me fresh and keep me in the same mindset that happened whenever I was before COVID and everything to where I am now, just trying to stay in that good mindset and just not letting me get in my head too much.
1: And what are you seeing out of a lot of students, man? Like, I know you say they go into depression, but what is the biggest thing you see at school through this whole situation, man? Because, I mean, that's, a, that's just a huge thing. I would love to just see a perspective on. What, like, what is probably the number one you think, thing you see with kids your age and what they deal with, you know, over the last 12 months or even now?
2: I think a lot of them deal with uh, failing in school now. A lot of them are failing their classes and a lot of them are having trouble trying to get through their senior year because with all the online school and everything, they, I even fell into this slope a little bit as well. They, you're on your, so you're on your computer all day, every day, just looking at a computer screen, listening to teachers, just telling you what to do and you get tired of it and you don't want to do it so you start slacking off on your classes and you just don't ever want to do the classes, you don't want to do your classwork. And so then your grades just steadily start declining, going from high A's to low A's, then down to B, and then it just keeps going and it just it's just a trend where you can't really get out of it because you're so far behind on your schoolwork. You can't it's so hard for some kids to catch up because they just don't have the want or they just don't want to do anything. They don't want to do the schoolwork. They don't want to do anything. So it's, it kind of really put a lot of kids in a bad situation for later on in life.
1: Yeah, man. And just talk about like what you made the choice to go to Texas. And I'll tell you what, there's one photo your mom shared that stuck with me is when you're in the dugout and you had a smile on your face. And for me, it drilled home not just because I knew you and knew what you had gone through, it drilled home to me how important just that aspect of life is for kids. Because it just, the joy on your face, man, it was like, how, can, how could you sit there and tell me that that's not important for our youth, man? Like that, that look on your face was like every athlete and young athlete that has gone through what you've gone through, when I seen that picture I was like man that is priceless that's all they're looking for right there that's what sports is truly about man it's about that joy of playing with your teammates the joy of playing the god the gift god gave us to play man and that picture really stuck with me cuz it was just it was a it, no words were needed man you know and just talk about like you said you make the choice to go to Texas and now that you're motivated again Now that you have a goal, now that you have that drive, just talk about how different the mindset is of you just getting up on a daily basis. Like, how has it changed? Like, what has the shift been now that the goals have changed that you have that drive back, man?
2: So really, so we'll go back to uh, whenever I was still in Farmington, still trying to figure out what I was doing. Really, my mindset every day was wake up, do online school, go to practice come back home and I just really didn't have a drive but now that I'm back actually playing and everything I have my schedule and I have what I need to do a day on a daily basis just to get to where I need to be every day to get myself better and to better myself every day and going back to what you said about my mom's picture really whenever you get something taken away from you that you have been doing so long for in your life and that you just love doing with every passion of your heart and just love doing it no matter what. And whenever that gets taken away from you, it's kind of hard to know what to do and know what you want to do on a day to day basis.
1: Yeah, man. And I think that's what a lot of young kids have to understand. And even like I went through it as an athlete and athletes deal with this a lot. I know a lot of kids deal with it a lot, but athletes deal with it a lot where it's like, Baseball is not who Dawson is, you know, like baseball was not who Adam is. I never understood this as a young player. And I try to tell all you guys this now because I've learned it being older. Whereas like, man, if God, baseball is a gift that God blessed to you to play. And when you look at that, you respect it every day. You get up and you give everything to the blessings that God gave you with the gifts and stuff like that. You just give your best to it but it doesn't define who you are. But as a young kid, but as a young kid, you don't, you don't know that you're unaware at the time, man. And that's what I'm saying. Like, as an, like when you're older and you kind of understand it, it's different, but as a young kid, you don't understand that at that precise time because that has been everything. You know, it's a real tough thing to understand as a young kid, man, because we are all told that sports is kind of, we, we lose our identity in them sometimes, you know?
2: Yes, definitely.
1: But yeah, it's just like, it's cool, man, to see when you like, you sit here and say you prayed and you prayed and then God took you there. And that's how I look at it, man. God took you there. You're exactly where he wanted you to be, you know? Yes. And that's another thing. He's, he, you pray to God. I know your family. I know, you know who Jesus is. Your family has just been amazing to my family. Your parents have just been amazing to my family and stuff. And when I hear, when you say I prayed to God and now you're down there playing, it's like, man, you're exactly where he needed you to be. And it's just the way the times have gone, man. It's just the way the times have gone. I said the same thing to Jake Nelson. Jake Nelson came in and did a lesson with me before he mm-hmm. left. And you know, he's like, man, I, I feel bad leaving my teammates here. And, and I was like, listen, man, I understand that. It's, it's part of it. You're, you're, you're not a bad teammate. But I was like, you've got to do what's right for you, man. You know, yes. you've got to do what's right for you. The times have changed. It's not like it was two years ago. You know, it's not mm-hmm. like it, it was the old way. Times have changed and people have to adapt to what's going on. Otherwise, you just think, man, you would have had another year. Not knowing, and then, bam, you've got to be in college. You've got to do this. Like, you had to pull the trigger and do something if that was your goal.
2: And I think that that's a big reason why we moved is because we didn't get my junior year of high school baseball. Right. And I didn't want to miss out on that again. And whenever I was talking to my mom about the whole situation about moving, she was like, do you want to do this? And I was like, no, I don't. And she was all like, well, then let's not do it. And I said, it's not about what I want to do. It's about what I need to do. And we need to do this. Because I knew that if I were not going to do this now, it was going to affect my future whenever I was older. And I didn't want to regret not moving and doing what I love instead of staying home.
1: I tell you what, man, just hearing you say that, I just felt like I seen like Dawson, the young kid, start like turning into Dawson, the young man, a little bit right there, man, because that is a tough decision to say, I know what I have to do, but I don't want to do it, but I know it's the route, man. That is faith. And that takes guts. Otherwise it's easy to stay in the same spot, man. But sometimes you have to jump and just have faith. But when you make that decision, man, it takes guts, you know, it takes guts to make that call. And I mean, I respect you for saying it that way, dude, because it's just that that's a tough call to make as a kid. But you knew where the path was leading and where it was going, that that's where you needed to go. And it's so funny. And anyone, that's all we're looking for, man. It's just like, what is God's purpose for us? What is our path? I mean, in the end, it's all about it's all about him. But it's like, man, if your path is to go to Texas and then go to this college and touch these people and do this, then, hey, man, I support that. Like, that's your, that's your vision. That's your life, you know? And that's what I think people need to support with in the world today, man. It's like I think people need to support people's passion, you know, not so much about what they're doing, you know? Because everyone has a different path, man. And I feel like too many people today, especially in youth sports, when you start getting into the younger ones, it's too much competing and who's on this team and who's doing this. And you kind of lose, you know, why you play the game in the first place, you know?
2: They're, they're kind of just doing it because not really they want to. But, yeah, kind of what you said, it's hard to explain what kids are going through nowadays trying to just play and everything. It's not because they love it. It's because their parents are, like, paying for them to do it and go and travel and everything. And in some, some cases, the kids don't even want to uh, to even be playing baseball. I'll, I'll go ahead and talk about uh, Matthew Schwartz, probably one of the most talented baseball players I've ever seen. One of the best – one of my best friends, one of the probably guy I can go and talk to about dang near any, anything. And he he's – amazing at baseball, great friend, and he's been playing baseball his whole life up to high school and everything, and I asked him what he's going to do beyond high school and going into college and everything, and I asked him if he was going to continue with baseball, and he said, you know what, man, I'm I'm not, and I had had prior conversations with him about baseball and everything, and I knew that he wasn't going to play because he really didn't love the game, and it's okay. Some kids, they just—it's their heart isn't in it, and everything, and they're—they're gonna find something else to do. But just looking at him and everything, and him making that decision, I'm glad that he made the decision to do something that he loves instead of trying to push his heart to do something that he really doesn't want to do.
1: Man, you know how many young kids need to hear that statement from, like, not from me, not—not from, not, not from a coach just hearing it from a kid, like you just nailed it, dude. It's, it's about passion. Like it's about the experience together. You know, like you're going to be at Maddie's wedding. You're going to see his yeah. kids raise up. You're going to go through life together. It's not Matt, the baseball player. That's why I said before, man, your identity not the game. Yes. You know, especially when it comes to your friends, man. I mean, it's not the game. Like the game is just a part of what we experience together, you know, and somewhat sometimes in sports, we lose that fact, man. I don't, we we lose the fact and what sports truly is. And sometimes we get so caught up on the winning because it does get competitive, man. Like it does Mm. get competitive. It does get fiery, but in the end, dude, it's just like you said, when it comes to our town and our area, man, like, I love going to the games with the people, you know, and and the people make it what it is. It's not one person. It's not one team. It's the whole person, people together. And when it comes down to our community, when you strip it all said and done, man, like that's all we really care about, dude. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's just, even with Shiloh and them, like, I still see these guys to this day. It was never about the game and we never talk about baseball. Yeah. You know, which is sometimes, which is
2: crazy. Yeah. Sometimes you talk about baseball and sometimes you don't. It At that point, whenever you get older and everything, it doesn't it's not about a certain thing. It's because you have that bond with that certain person and you would do anything for that certain person because you've known them for so long and you've created that bond with them.
1: Yeah. And you've had that moment with a man. And you just like, God puts those certain people. And I've learned this as I've gotten older, man, I've said this to Grant a lot. As you get older, you start to understand that we always get focused on the many that don't matter. The yeah. only people that matter, dude, God's going to put in front of your face on a daily basis. And we need to give our best to those people, you know, and that's what it comes down to, man. It's like the people God puts in your life We want to be the best we can for those people. And that comes to our community. That comes to all you guys. Like, you're like an extension of this community, just like Grant is. And we're all part of this together. And when you're out being successful and succeeding, I'm proud. When I see Grant out there doing good stuff, I'm proud of him. When I see Dom doing stuff, or even if you take it from a business standpoint, when you see you know, companies doing well, or just people from our community doing well, we should be proud of that fact, man, because you should be proud of where you come from. You should be proud of your people. You should be proud of, you know, what God has put in our life and who that is. And I think in today's world, we trash that too much. Like if you, if you don't understand that kid because he doesn't want to play baseball, you bash him for it. Like, Oh, he's a loser. Then he's done. No, man. Like, that's not what it's about, dude. It's not what it's about. Exactly. Yeah. It's a, it's just a big thing, man. It's a big thing. Just being proud of where you're from with your friends and having that type of family, man. And just talk about how was it having your whole family down here, there this weekend, dude. Oh, it's,
2: it's been awesome seeing those people again. It's been awesome. Uh, Seeing the people that have been supporting me ever since I was born and being just with everybody again has really uh, hit home for me because I miss seeing people I actually knew. I miss seeing my sister, and I miss seeing my brothers and everything. And, heck, all my nephews and nieces came down, and it was was awesome being able to play in really a hometown crowd, I thought of it as, and just seeing those people out there and just them watching me play, it – it was awesome. It was. It, it, yeah, was, it was like just I like, was at Connie Mack again, man. Just playing in front of my, <laughs> playing in front of people that want to watch me play and everything. It was awesome.
1: Yeah, man. I seen those photos this afternoon, and I was like, what a cool moment. You know, that's when you go through all the dark times of going through high school and not knowing what you're going to do and not doing this. But you know what? Today. And that weekend, man, you got to play in front of your whole family. You got to have everyone there. And it's just one of those timeless moments, dude, that now that we've gone through COVID, it kind of makes you respect those moments a lot more, a lot different that, man, it's my family being here watching me. That's truly important. It's not really if I perform on the field, that's still important, but it wouldn't be the same. Like We don't go through life alone, man you know, and it's just to see your family there all together watching you play the game you love and like down there, man, it's it's really, really cool, dude. It's really, really cool to watch. It's really, really cool just to watch and see your story, man, because that's why I wanted to get you on here, because you are the kid that was going through high school in New Mexico that had to make the decision to go away, and you're playing in Texas, and now your family's like, I just wanted to hear that perspective, man, because it's a, it's a big, big issue in New Mexico right now, dude. It's a big thing.
2: It is. And, and for me to say this, if there are any kids on this going to watch this, if you are thinking about getting to the next level and being a better ball player and Farmington is not it for you, I highly suggest for all the young players and young athletes – to go somewhere that is going to make them better and go somewhere that is a good fit for them because I really was starting to see that I love Farmington. I love it a lot, but for getting better and getting the looks you need for later on in the future if you're trying to make it to the major leagues or make it to college for baseball, I just think moving to a different place to get the looks is a great idea, even though it'll be hard not seeing the people that you love all the time.
1: Yeah, man, and that's it's just crazy to hear. Like that's that's why I love this like conversation because that's I love that perspective because that's what you've had to do, you know. And it, it is it's a, it's a reality of high school and college sports right now, man. Like the game has changed forever. I've it been is. saying that the whole year, man. Like, you, cannot, you can want the game to go back a certain way, but it's going away and it's not going back. I mean, even look at the rule changes they're starting to try to put in the minors I, right now, I've, man. Like,
2: I've seen those, the, the bigger bags, the uh, the uh, amount of uh, – what was it? I forgot, but I saw the rules and everything where they're trying right. to change the game and everything, and I
1: – it's crazy. It's dude, changing. it's crazy technology has done this man it's like everyone thinks because technology is getting stronger it's going to make the game better it's not necessarily the fact you know it just because technology is getting stronger the hitters aren't getting that much better yeah you know it's like it's it's just because technology is getting stronger there's certain things that you you can't change there's
2: limitations to the human body that even technology is there there's limitations to the human body.
1: Right. And even when you take like robo arms and you take time, like all this technology that's going into the game, it's like, when is enough enough? Like, it's just going to keep evolving, man. Like yes. once you open the door, it's not going back. So it's just like you even say, um, I even told Jake that man, like you got to go put yourself in the environment of where you're going to go. Like, you have to go do that, man. And if you don't go see that, it's exactly what you just said. And I tell the kids, like, and like you just said, it's not for everybody. It's not for everybody. But if you want to go play high-level baseball, you have to go see the best. You have to go put yourself in that arena. Otherwise, you will just never know. Exactly. And you have to know as an athlete, like, I remember I did it. I went and played on the national teams and state teams. If you take people, like, there's ways to do it, but you have to go see, like, what's out there to really, really gain if you're going to go play at a high level, if that's one of your goals. You know, you have to go put yourself in that environment, man.
2: Exactly. And coming down here and uh, playing down here, the level of baseball is just – tons of times better than it is down in Farmington I love I love PV and I love FHS and I love all the people down there it's just the level of baseball these kids are playing at it is so much more elevated than down there and it and you can just see it as soon as you step on the field it's just totally different
1: yep so let me ask you this dude this will get down so uh I know the goal is to go play college. Yes. All right. You know, get drafted, any of that stuff coming after it. So let me ask you some of this, man. What is the biggest things you have to do to get better, to turn yourself into that college athlete? I'll just leave it like this because this is how I've asked a lot of kids the last week is like, okay, if I'm Texas A&M, why would I take Dawson Walls over this other kid from Texas that is just as talented as you? So what are some of the things you have to work on that, you know, like just being humbled as an athlete saying, you know what, if I'm going to get it done and be a great player and I'm going to get it done at the D one level, what are some of the things that you have to work on now that you've gone to Texas and you're in that environment and you see those athletes every day, what has been some of the humbling things that you're like, man, I got to get better in these areas. And we've talked about this in the weight room and we've talked about it, but yeah. I'd love to hear just how, what you've been exposed to, getting humbled, and what what is that next step, man?
2: First thing I will say is it is not all about how you perform on the field. Kind of like you're saying, it's, it's not all about all the highlights you have on the field. If you want to get to the next level, the only way you're going to do it is with hard work and dedication and studying the game and really getting your baseball IQ up and training your eyes to see pitches and everything and just even though techno even though technology it's exceeding and getting more and more than what we need you can use technology to your advantage to learn the game and to just really get your mind in the right spot for whenever you go out and play next or whenever you're going into the weight room, you can see like how far down you're going on your squat or how much you need to be putting on the bar, just certain things like that. You just have to always be working and always having a want to get better. And you always just want to be doing better than what you were doing. You don't ever want to settle for less. And I think that's one thing that God has really blessed me with and has really put in my heart is the desire to get better and the desire to want to do more and to do better. I really just think if you want to get to the next level, you just need hard work and dedication and a want to do it.
1: Yeah. And I mean, if you talked about just having that drive, man, because I mean, with you, the talent's there, but it's like, you know, when you're motivated and you have that drive and you're focused and you're firing on all cylinders that you can go accomplish those things. You yes. know, if you don't, you know, if you don't, you just said it, you're sitting at home, you're not doing much, you're doing that. And yeah. that's a big thing that people need to understand is that motivation and just directing the mind in the right path is a huge thing being an athlete, too. You know, it's just not having the athletic Ability on the field. One thing you just hit on, though, man, but I want to hit on this because I wasn't born of this generation. And I this topic comes up a lot, but you just said something that I want to hear your perspective on. Is that Grant can even elaborate on this too? Is that talk about like you were technology kids, you grew up with cell phones, and talk about how much as a modern day athlete seeing like you said seeing the, the visual work like so seeing yourself on video seeing yourself in the weight room seeing the numbers because technology has been there your whole life how much like it's like you guys gravitate to like the visual because mm-hmm. everything's done on your phones you yes. know and I'm from the old school but I didn't have that and I'm not going to sit here and say it's wrong
2: yeah so really just being able, like I'm a, I'm a big visual person, I like seeing what I did, like I'll do drills and everything and I'll see where I'm at just visualizing it. So really being able to see your swing or see your throw and being able to see what you can do to tweak it to make it look better or perform better, it just really helps the player or heck even student or anything like videos help everybody the technology is there for everyone and just being a baseball player being able to see what you're doing and what you're doing wrong really helps you get to the next level just a little bit quicker than if you didn't have it
1: yeah that's so crazy man because it's just so different perspectives from like two different generations of athletes like i love that topic man because for me when I came up, we, we didn't have technology. I mean, I remember we just had, I remember I tried to videotape myself one time on like a VHS camera, like when I was a young kid, you know, but that was like mostly what it was, but we didn't really have it. So you had to kind of figure it out on your own, but I just see how much it's evolved, man. Like, and I see the way kids are and I see the way Instagram is and I see the way the game is played. And I see, like, look at the major leagues right now, man. It's all based off highlight baseball. It's based off the hard-throwing guy, with the nasty slider, and the guy that hits the ball 800 feet. Because look at the way the game's played now. It's played on Instagram. It's played online. It's played a different way than what it was when I played it. And whether exactly. you like it or not, it's just the way it's gone. I just love hearing different Perspectives from athletes that have different things because it is, man, it's a different time. The game has evolved whether I like it or not, Mm. or who likes it. It's just the way it has gone. And, you know, now if you hit the 500 foot home run, well, that can be your Instagram highlight on social media for a year, you know? And and
2: it doesn't matter uh, what you do in the season or anything. If you do something, as so much hit a 500 home run, that 500 foot home run that can be the difference from you going to a D3 school, yeah, to going to a D1 school. It it's crazy how much that's insane. This, it's crazy how much different the scouting has been since, like, all the like the electronics have just exceeded and gotten better. It's crazy how much different the scouting is nowadays,
1: as well.
0: Yeah, I have to really, agree with you on that, dude. It's definitely an interesting thing. I mean, Brendan, I mean, that's how he's going to Tennessee, the school in Tennessee. He posted that video. Yeah, dude, yeah. And all those stats. Yes. On. As far as performance goes, I think it's just like a person preference, right? Because like, yes. I can't multitask to save my life. And I, I'm not a, like, I'm too much of a thinker. So if I yes. have to think about like, ball spin how to control stuff I start to panic I overthink and it makes me perform.
2: You just gotta focus on one
0: thing yeah yes. if I just focus on hitting then I'm good like if I when I yes when I just went in and did my own thing and went and hit off the tee and just did regular BP and kind of got a feel because I'm more of a feel person I performed better when I started yes. worrying about like oh you got to get your hands here and you got to do this and that and and it's, it's just kind of interesting right and then you go and watch like money ball right and Yes, how that team was made, and it was like these guys that didn't look pretty, but statistically got it done. Right? It's it's yes, just sir. crazy to even see how like that movie affected the game. And and well, and then,
1: then take tra- take now take today Trevor Bauer. Yeah, like yes. watch I watched a documentary on Trevor Bauer, dude. He has fifteen cameras set up for him to throw his bullpen. Yeah, and then I looked at it, and I'm not a technology guy. I'm mm-hmm. not. I'm from the old school, but he convinced me that day because he's like, this is how I get my confidence. Mm. This is like, I, he goes, I'm not a power guy. I'm not big and muscular. I'm not strong. So me using technology and doing this, that's his thing to get his confidence. And that's what I respect. Yeah. Like that's you believing in what you're doing. You're not saying, because what with what you just said, if like, you're an old school guy and you're like, well, technology do not listen I just love hearing the modern day athlete, how they love technology. You know, they love it. It's, it's like, it's, it's a part of what they've grown up in Look, because we, it's just how life evolved. You grew up with technology. So why wouldn't you use it more in the craft that you're going? It's like, otherwise you'd be going back to a world that you never knew when I, you know, it's just different.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. I think it's just how you utilize it. Right. And like going back to like the conversation of finding your passion and all that, right. Like Mm -hmm. growing up in Farmington, you know, you grow up and this is me, right? Like you're going to be in the Connie Mack world series. You're going to be a collegiate athlete. Like that's your identity. And then growing up and hitting at like 12, all of a sudden iPhones out. And then by the time you're an eighth grader, Instagram, Facebook, and all that's taking off. And now you can find all these people who are doing stuff that you didn't even know existed because all Farmington's had to offer to you is the Connie Mack World Series in baseball. Yes. And so distractions start coming because it's like, man, it would be kind of cool to DJ or man, it'd be kind of cool to yes. play video games or man, it'd be kind of cool to play basketball and like exactly. all these distractions start coming in. And then all of a sudden you get lost because there's, 20 million things coming in and you yes. don't know what to do. And so exactly. if, if you can understand at an early age, what your blessings are that God's given you, then it becomes great. Right. But if you're constantly in this search and Adam, you know, this is how I am. I'm always kind of in this funk, but I've recently like got out of it. You, all of a sudden you can start just getting good at what, what you're good at and find your, and stay with it, just stay with it and understand that like, work's gonna be involved in all that stuff but I mean it just depends right like if baseball is your thing and you know that technology becomes great because it's like well I can use it to get me better and all sorts of things but if you if you're on the fence even on the fence about baseball all of a sudden technology becomes a bad thing because you're distracted on watching something else that you wish you were doing because you don't want to play baseball but your parents you're wanting to please them or please whoever and all of a sudden you're this kid who like is lost and broken and doesn't really want to play baseball but doesn't know how to go about the conversation of telling their parents or their friends hey I want to try something else and and all of a sudden that that comes into factor but which is good because we already hit on the topic of like being supportive right like Matt Schwartz I think that's awesome that even you Dawson being the friend of being like you know what man like I love you, even though you don't want to play baseball. Like, I love you. Like, that's awesome. Because I didn't have that, right? The moment I quit playing baseball, a lot of my friends, and and I've mended a lot of those relationships. But at first, it was like I was an outcast. Everyone's like, Mm -hmm. we want nothing to do with you. And I, I didn't know what to do. Like, I was like, oh, my gosh, I lost everything. And obviously figured my way through that. But finding people who can support you and also knowing that, like, your parents too. Most parents want what's best for their kids. If you're yes. a kid, just speak up, just be honest. You know, like that's how it happened for me. I remember my dad, when I first quit playing baseball at PV. my dad came up to me in the moment, it came from his words. Hey, if you want to be done with this, you can be done. The next day I got out, I was like, I'm done. I want out. But I, but I was looking for the approval from my, my dad, from my mom, from my, from people, because I didn't know how to go about it. And it's just interesting, man. And don't get me wrong. Like, I love baseball. I loved coaching you. Like that was really fun for me. Yes. And definitely. Was a Big part. But like, at the same time, there's a lot of other stuff that I would say for me personally, I enjoy more than baseball. I like watching movies. Yes. I like doing podcasts. I like listening to music. And so like, it's just different for me, but it's definitely cool to see, people in their element just like thriving and doing you
1: just nailed like it though man you just nailed it that's what I wanted to hit on and it, even me coming from a coach's standpoint is like as coaches we get stuck in our ways sometimes too yeah we get stuck like no it's just this way well but as the kids are evolving I'm like man this is more prevalent it's gonna be there and if mm-hmm. this is what someone chooses and it, let, let, let me make this clear it helps them. Yeah. Like it helps them. And if it helps them and it gives them confidence, it's just like you said, no matter what it is, you should support them in that matter. Not put it down, not talk trash on it, not do this and just say, man, if that's what you do and that works for you, that's great. This works for me. And that's being proud of who you are as a man. That's understanding like, no, I'm confident in who I am. I don't, I can say, and have a conversation like I am with Dawson right now and you where it's like, I'm not going to tell Dawson not to use technology. I'm not going to do that. Like it's, it's, it's pointless.
0: Yeah. Where it's just
1: like, man, if that's what you do, I want to understand why that makes you better. I love hearing that you love it this way. And you kind of just learn together with the whole situation, you know, and that's what I wanted to get to. It's just supporting people in their passions, man. And, and not making fun of people if it's outside the box but that's not how the world is dude the world is a bunch of sheep yeah. the world is let's follow the crowd let's do the same thing yeah. you know that's that's comfortable but that's not life you have to break free of the trap of the world man to live the life god truly wants you to live
0: yeah and, yes. but and and also and, and this is kind of like why i think strike zone is what it is right is like setting that foundation of like look, if you want to play video games and be a professional video gamer, we'll go that route. Like it's going to take work. It's not like you can just do it for fun. Like you have to take whatever you find your passion. You have to take that serious. It's not, it doesn't
1: matter what you do, whatever
0: it is, whatever you do, hard work is involved and setting a foundation is involved. And so, and that's, what's made this awesome. Right? Like when I quit playing baseball, like everyone loved on me and it was just like, Hey, let's, let's, let's start working hard for whatever it is. And then all yeah, of a sudden so confidence boost is up and it's it's good, right? Like I'm not saying if your friend's being a lazy bum and doing nothing with his life to be like, hey. Yeah, you
2: need to get him off of the couch. Yeah, butt. you need to get, get him off him
0: the couch something. and find him doing yes. something, you know. Be, yes. be productive in, in some form and be, be a light in whatever you do, right? Like if baseball is not my passion, I'm doing it, how can I be a light? How can I be this person that's just like – thriving and everyone's like whoa what does this person have i'm i'm miserable because i'm not doing what i love so there's a balance for sure yes
1: there is well i tell you what dawson man thanks for joining us dude i i I wish you i wish you all the best down there man
2: yeah thank you man it was awesome honestly dude
1: I, i wish you all the best i even when you came and started working out over the summer and stuff man it's like i've always seen the talent in you dude like it's always been there. And like, like you, I love what you said on this podcast though, dude. And I go back to it where you're like, man, if I'm not motivated, that was my issue, you know? And, but when I am motivated and it's like when Dawson's motivated, there's no one better, Mm -hmm. you know? And that's what it comes down to, dude. That's what it comes down to, man. I've known you since you were a kid. I mean, a lot of people don't understand, man, when, We put a lot of time in together in the early years, dude, when you would come into the strike zone. And we spent a lot of time together as a young kid, and you were always a respectful young man back then. You've always had talent. You've always had that through the youth and done that. And then just to say, man, it's just keeping your head on the right path, brother. And I remember
2: remember always waiting on my dad to get home or my brother to get home, and I'd be sitting out in the driveway just ready to go and put some work in and ready to just do what I love and what God put in me to love. And I really think it's kind of cliche saying this, but if I didn't have baseball, I really don't know what I would be doing, but I know I would find something to do. But I am very glad that God put that in me to love.
1: Yeah, and just remember that, dude, is like – and I can tell you this, just being a young kid, because every young kid goes through this being 17, 18 years old, man, with peer pressure, with all that other crap that goes on with partying, with all that stuff, man, God, I live that life. And I no one done it harder than me, but always remember this, dude, just give your best to the gifts God blessed you with and hold, like, put yourself around the other animals, put yourself around the other guys that make you uncomfortable, that force you to be good and to do that. And when you, with the personality you have, like you said, God blessed you with all your talent, man. But now it's like, you have to put Dawson in the environment now, you know, you have to get him, you know, focused. You have to put him around the kids. Cause you know how it is, man. If you get around the right kids, you'll be unstoppable. mm-hmm you know, it's just how your character is. It's how you are. That's how competitors are. But when we're not in that environment and we're bored, that's when we get lost in the wilderness and that's when we get in trouble.
2: Yeah. And it's, it's like you said, the people you surround yourself around are the person that you are going to be. And if you're hanging out with a bunch of people who are doing things that you know you shouldn't be doing, you're going to turn out to be one of those people. But if you surround your people surround yourself with people who are working hard and are putting the work ethic out there and just trying to get better on a day-to-day best base, a basis, you're going to become a monster and you're going to become one of those guys that just works his butt off every second of his life and every second of what he's doing.
1: Yeah. Well, just remember this, dude. You're a big league of today. If you're going to be a major league baseball player, how you go about your day today you're already a big leaguer. Like it's how you wake up. You have to be different to everyone else. It's just the way it goes, man. Like there's a reason there's nine players on the field and there's 60,000 in the stands and millions on TV. You have to be different to everyone else, man. And if God's blessed you with that gift, dude, be different to everyone else, be those leaders, be that leader in that program, be that leader, when you go to the field every day. And like I said, why would that college program choose you over the other kid that has just as much talent? Then it comes into the mental game, dude. And I'll leave the whole conversation on that, man, where it's like, you know, why would would that coach take a chance on you, man? Like, why would he, you know? And that comes from, like, what you have inside. What are you willing to do more than that kid next to you? And I tell you what, man, I can't wait to see – where it goes for you the next couple of years and where the journey goes, man, and where God's going to take you. Um, I truly appreciate you taking time out to spend time with us, man. I know how That's it is true. being Thank a young you. kid, dude, but, um, yeah, I just love hearing the story, dude. I love seeing your mom's post every day. Um, and I, I'm proud of you, man. I'm proud of what you're doing. And, uh, Thank I know you. it's just the beginning, man. I, I when you came in and worked with me in the weight room this summer, I was like, man, this kid's just beginning of what he's truly going to be capable of later in life, man. So I'm super proud of you. I'm fired up. You represent our area. Well, you, uh, you're out doing big things, man, but I'm super proud of you. Um, I know a lot of people around here too, man. So, I mean, that's all I got, dude. I appreciate you joining us. And, uh, I just, uh, thanks again, man. uh, Hopefully we get to see you play soon.
2: Yeah. Yeah, of course, man. I'll be, uh, I'll be back in, uh, New Mexico in the summer. So, Hopefully we get baseball Sweet. open back up there, and hopefully I'm able to show off for New Mexico again one more time before I leave for college.
1: All so right, Dawson. Well, take care, brother.
2: Yes, sir. Thank you. You guys see. as well. Yep. Yeah, I see right. you, man. Take yep. care. Yes, sir.